0: we're joined on the phone today by wrestler malachi black from aew all elite wrestling he'll be at the target center in minneapolis here coming up on friday for aew rampage and then again on saturday for the aew full gear pay-per-view malachi black how you doing today
1: what's up man good how are you
0: i'm excellent thank you so much for joining me no
1: worries man
0: well i know we do it We've got uh, a lot of stuff coming our way here. AEW Rampage on Friday. AEW Full Gear on Saturday at the Target Center in Minneapolis. Uh, It's got to be great for you to get back on the road and, you know, in front of people again, considering all the weirdness of the last two years here.
1: (laughs) Yeah, weirdness in the world, weirdness in the world of professional wrestling. But then again, when is the world of professional wrestling not weird? (laughs) Um, Yeah, like, you know, I... um, I I always like to think that I was one of the last ones to really like do the old school way of wrestling where we went like in one week's time, you know, we went to like five different cities and we wrestled all over the place in a car with my, with my friends or with fellow wrestlers. Um, So that's kind of always been embedded in me. So when uh, the live events eventually stopped and we would strictly work television that kind of bugged me a little bit because I was spending too much time home. Uh, I think everyone was spending too much time home. <laughs> um, but, you know, it was what it was. But I was incredibly happy once the world kind of started getting uh, open up again. And I do hope that in the future we'll, uh, we'll do some more live events because I, I think live events is, uh, is where it's at. It's where you can really connect with an audience. And, um, you know, I think it's always a good, good way for everyone to keep their uh, skills sharp. And it's a great way to build up for television and um you know it's it's just there's something magical about hopping in a car, driving to a town, wrestling at night, and then like two days later you you know you finish your tour off and you go on television and it it's just it's just fun, man like that's the one thing about this business that I really, really like is the diversity of towns, the diversity of matches, um the general you don't know what you're gonna do today kinda kind of feel there's a lot of like on the quote on the fly uh to this to this business
0: well and this is uh, a first venture into minnesota obviously uh, you know with the history of the awa and all the greats who came from here minnesota is always a, a great crowd for wrestling so i'm sure there'll be uh, some great shows here coming up
1: absolutely like you know it, it's funny because like a lot of times people ask me right there's, there's always a question like oh what did you prefer wrestling the most and There's never really one place that I can pinpoint where it's like, well, you know, when I was here, this was, you know, I I feel the United States in general has obviously, you know, such deep rooted culture in professional wrestling. It's, in a sense, one of the three meccas of professional wrestling. Um, Fan bases in the United States, in my opinion, are some of the best, Um, even from back before I was signed. Working in front of a crowd in the United States was always a good time. Uh, they're very very devoted they're very excited they're very uh passionate about you know uh being wrestling fans and i'm sure that you know this coming week uh that it won't be any different
0: well do you know who you'll be facing uh coming up this weekend here on on rampage or full gear
1: i I have no idea that's (laughs) what i just said like it's it's you never know what's happening like there is uh there, there there's obviously thought processes that I have that I'd like to keep for myself. Cause I've never, I don't want to, I don't want to shoot my, uh, I don't want to shoot my, uh, my load uh, pretty honestly. Um, so it's, um, it's, 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 it's always like walking in and seeing what it is that you're going to do. And, um, you know, we're just going to make the best of it. Whatever, it is, whatever it is, I'm going to knock it out the park.
0: Well, I know last time you were here in Minnesota for a big card like this, you were with a different company and you had a different name. I mean, you've gone through a lot of stuff in the last six months. Yeah, I
1: have. But again, you know, like it comes down to the very first question that you asked me. I love the diversity of this. And, you know, it's 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 when I look back at all the stuff that I've done, you know, whether the perception of people on the outside is negative or positive for me, I take everything as a positive step forward. You know, everything happens because it needed to happen. And I have only gotten better because of um, the position that I was put in. You have to understand, right? I come from a country, uh, a very small country in the world, the Netherlands, that has no wrestling background, none. Um, I had to make it completely on my own. And I got to the WB. I got to AEW. I've been working on television uh, for nearly six years in a preemptive good spot. So, whatever happens and whatever has happened, uh, I'd say I've done pretty well for myself.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think the transition you've made uh, really seems to have turned out for the best. And you know, the way yeah. things are set up at AEW and with the kind of corporate environment at WWE, especially for a character mm-hmm. like yours, I imagine you must have a lot more freedom and. A lot more say in the, the direction of your career here
1: yeah it's um you know like when i initially uh you know i only have two days to kind of convince tony um i had this ball of information because i had this ent- entire thought process on uh, malachi and i basically my first conversation because obviously when you're on a contract you are not allowed to uh talk negotiate or have any sorts of conversation in regards to business relations. So we had to wait an entire month. And then obviously uh, two days before I actually made my appearance on AW in, uh, uh, in Miami. Um, I had a conversation with Tony. I said, Tony, this is what I'm thinking. And after five minutes of explanation, he's like, yeah, no, I love it. Let's do it. I was like, really? He's like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. So I think because I, you know, I set my my sights high, and when I came in, I immediately, you know, knocked it out the park. I think that garnered a lot of trust with Tony, to realize that, like, I know what I'm doing. Uh, obviously, I've been I've been in this business for 21 years, so you know, I hope that at one point people realize that I know what I'm doing. Um, you know, but at the same time, it's always a creative uh, cooperation between myself and Tony, you know, I have to run things by him and, you know, I want to get his thoughts on him because, you know, he's the boss at the end of the day. He needs to be satisfied. He needs to be okay with it. And of course I need to as well, but I feel like so far I've been working with Tony very well. Uh, I've been given my platforms to communicate with him. I have been, uh, I've given, he has given me a platform to communi- communicate it with you, the audience. And if I look at my numbers in terms of, like, my merchandising, in terms of, like, how I do on television, with, with viewership and stuff, uh, there's nothing to complain about, you know? So I think that speaks volumes. Uh, sometimes you can get the biggest reaction, but on, 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 on the business side of things, people aren't attracted to you. And luckily, that is not the case with me. Um, so I think I've, uh, I've like I said, I've managed to um, garner trust with tony and uh and that is the reason why the platform for me has been the way it is
0: awesome again uh, aew is coming to the target center here in minneapolis uh friday for rampage and then the full of gear pay-per-view on saturday and uh, we're with malachi black and you know it seems like so many guys like you and cm punk and brian danielson adam cole now have made their way to aew and how important has that been uh, for, you know, for the company from a wrestler's standpoint? I mean, you guys are, are really gaining a lot of ground and becoming a contender here in the world of wrestling.
1: You know, there is no debating the value of a guy like Daniel Bryan or or or, or Brian Danielson nowadays and, and CM Punk and Adam Cole. Um, you know, their name's in the world of professional wrestling, and they've obviously carved an entire path in a sand for themselves. And for a company like A.W. to employ myself and, you know, the aforementioned gentleman, but also like a Ruby Soho, um, you know, it's 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 important that those headpieces are there so that an audience like that that's already previously been built, uh, you know, will follow. And I'll be the first one to say I don't do the us versus them uh, politics. I just don't. I love professional wrestling. Uh, I still have a lot of friends. In, uh, in the other company, both in the office and, you know, in the locker rooms. I just want everyone to do well. I want everybody to be able to come out of this with enough money to support their families and with enough um, good mental health to live a long and fulfilling life. And, you know, I want AW to keep on growing and growing, which it currently obviously is. You know, it's it's like for me, from a perspective of television the way that is involved with you know where i was prior to here there is no difference like people are working equally as hard in the ring and behind the scenes as 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 anywhere else aw is a company that's built on love and it's built on love for the business and that is a integral part of what makes it so charming for uh professional wrestling fans, because, you know, that love translates through the ring, through through uh, uh, Tony's voice, through the presentation, through everything. So it really is a company that is progressive, is making waves, and will continue to make waves.
0: Definitely. Well, I got to ask you, you and I are, are roughly the same age What's it like Mm -hmm. for you to be backstage and, you know, be surrounded by guys like Arn Anderson and Tully and Sting, Jake the Mm -hmm. Snake? I mean, as a wrestling fan, that's got to be a bit of a trip for you.
1: It is. um, It is. And it's also equally um, as valuable as you think it is. You know, if you have minds like Arn Anderson and Sting and Tully and Jake the Snake and all these guys that, you know, um, have been mainstays in the world of professional wrestling for decades... To you know, show that they genuinely care about your character and your direction, and you know, and I have to mention Malenko and Jerry Lynn too, and Mark Henry, sure, um, you know, and Taz, you know, they're, they're, they're you know, they're, they're just guys who've been big names in their eras, big names in their companies, successful individuals that each stand out on their own uh, with their own style, their own individual uh, characters, and. To have that in this company to have that like part of the uh steering wheel of aw the ship that it's aw is is crazy you know i come out of a match with um i think with 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 don yeah it was dante martin and sting walks up to me and he says like out of anyone in the business right now you are the person that i watch the most and that that to me that blows my mind yeah you know it blows my mind that someone like sting takes the time to look at what I'm doing, because in my book, I'm still the same kid from Amsterdam, right? Um, and he cares enough for, for him to look, but also he cares enough to allow himself to understand it and enjoy it. You know what I mean? Because these, all these gentlemen have every right to say, no, I'm, I'm not going to watch. No, I'm not going to. But, but they're not. They're completely involved in everything that we do.
0: Awesome. Well, I know you've been uh, feuding with Cody Rhodes as of late. Um, who are you hoping to work with next in AEW if you had a choice?
1: Oof, if I had a choice like you, you you're asking, you know. <laughs> uh I would I would say uh you know, Jericho, uh Christian Cage, because I think both gentlemen are in my book some of the best that this business has ever seen. Um and by the way, when I mentioned the Orns and the Tullys and the Jakes, Christian and 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 uh, and Jericho are part of that fabric. You know, like every once in a while, I'll talk to Jericho and I'll ask him for some things and give, get some thoughts on it. Um, you know, I, I think I think for a casual muscle fencing, myself against Jericho, Christian would be very interesting. Um, the younger generation, like guys like obviously like Kenny um, Hangman even even a guys like Brian Cage and stuff, you know? Uh, yeah, and then even the younger generation, like I like Hobbs, you know, like I would love to compete against Hobbs because I think Hobbs is a guy that has a lot of potential, uh, very like, like, you know, Diamond and Ruff type, uh, type individual who has all the skills, he just needs to come into his own. And it's the same one I did with Dante Martin because I requested to work with Dante Martin because I feel that I could bring something out of him I could show the world something about Dante and Dante could learn something about himself and about, you know, the structural matches, et cetera, that he didn't know prior before that. And I think that doing that for a guy that's, I wouldn't say in the twilight, but like I'm 36, you know, if I have another good 10 years left, that's great. Um, But whilst I'm still being built, I also feel that it's important for me to take the time to build others. And by me building others and building stars in the company, the company grows stronger because there's going to be a business after me. And I also need to help the business that comes after me and guys like Hobbs or like a Dante Martin or his brother, you know, um, or Fuego del Sol. All these guys have something special. All these guys have something unique and. You know, it might not manifest itself in the first year, two or three years, but when you look at them, you know that there is something about them. And I'm trying to get that something about them to move to the foreground, because that is what eventually uh, the business is going to be built on. These kids that, you know, 10, 15 years ago, I was in the same spot they were, and there was a lot of guys that either wanted to help me or did not want to help me because they saw that, that in me, and they were like, well... If I reinforce this, it might cost me my spot. And I don't want to, I'm not one of those guys. You know what I mean? The business is is going on, whether or not I'm in it. But I also feel that I found the perfect balance to build others while also building myself.
0: Awesome, man. Well, again, uh, AEW Rampage on Friday, Full Gear on Saturday at the Target Center. And I'm looking forward to those. And uh, thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate it. Absolutely, man. Thank you for having me. And again, that was AEW's Malachi Black. And AEW will be at the Target Center in Minneapolis on Friday for AEW Rampage, and on Saturday for the AEW Full Gear Pay-Per-View.
1: This is AEW superstar Malachi Black, and you're listening to The Five Counts. And if you don't listen, well then you're not part of the House of Black.